Gentlemen, we have an important message. We need you guys to be confident. We need you guys to be functioning as human beings. And we need you guys to tune in every time we have an episode. To the New Gentleman Podcast. Every Monday, we will be putting a new episode out there. Every Monday, we be dropping facts. <laughs> a fully true, automatic time. facts machine gun. Every time, we will be dropping the knowledge. The spicy soup will be delivered to your doorstep. And you will re-divert yourselves to this reality we're about to present to you. The spicy ramen. You can only exactly. get in New York. It's funny because I had spicy ramen yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were working on the episode last night and I put the spicy sauce, the spicy soy sauce all over my new, uh, the ramen and I was like, oh, this tastes good. But I'm always going to remember this. <laughs> oh, I know. Anyways, so my name is Ayakovos Gogos. My name is John James. And we're going to be presenting you today the five functions of confidence. But before we get into that, we want to present our social media so you guys can contact us. Schedule your free consultation, guys. I cannot tell you more times than I can with the little with the voice I have. Schedule it. You guys will not regret it. And right now it's free. For now. For now. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to hit me up on Instagram, my Instagram's at Jacob, J-A-C-O-B, Gogos, G-O-G-O-S. And in your Instagram, Instagram is Lejon, L-E-J-A-W-N underscore James, J-A-Y-M-E-S. <laughs> That's an interesting way to spell James. Look, every time you say your Instagram, it cracks me up. We're going to work on that later. <laughs> oh, no, no, I ain't changing it. I uh, know. Okay, so today is an important topic because I felt like you guys need to listen to this and you need to listen to it closely. We're going to talk about the five functions of confidence. Now, we came up with this chart that we're going to explain to you in a little while. But if you're listening to this while driving, obviously, I don't want you to start grabbing a pen and paper. But if you're sitting down somewhere, if you're in a library, if you're studying or you're working, just grab a piece of paper and write these or jot these uh, information down. And what's going to happen is we're going to be presenting to you 20 traits and these 20 traits is going to have a point system on it. And when you match all these 20 traits, we're going to tell you what happens, the confidence that you're going to receive, and the score you want to achieve in order to have this confidence. All right. And what I want you guys to know right off the bat is that a lot of people derive confidence as a mental state. A lot of people say that confidence is a way to... Uh, I want to see emotionally masturbate yourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> the funny part about it is, yes, it's all those things, right? Confidence is about what you believe is to be true within yourself, okay? Now, if that's a limiting belief today, that's fine. We're going to get you guys up to speed, and we're going to make sure that the confidence that you have within is going to be derived from the things that you're going through throughout your daily lives. And so far, it could be anything you want. For me, it's ambition, goals, adversity, and generosity, right? These same four traits that I, me and John have are also going to be the same things that can take us down, right? Lack of generosity, right? How giving are you to people? You know, you lack adversity. So therefore, you're not 
putting, you're not getting yourself out of your comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. How many times did we have to remind each other to get out of our comfort zone sometimes because we were just so comfortable? Oh, way too many times. Um, also, I want to say people without ambition, without goals, uh, you hang around those people too much and you're going to become them. Mm -hmm. Can't let that happen. Yeah, I agree. Learn when to cut them off. You have to learn when to cut these people off. But we're going to get into straight detail on it. Um, we're going to start off with where confidence comes from. Okay, A lot of people say it comes from within. Yes, it does come from within, but there's a certain event in life that happens that where confidence truly comes from, okay? And it starts with family, right? As we're born and as we go through our childhood to our toddler, to our tween years, to our teenagers, our confidence derives from how we were raised as children. So if you have a good background in your family, your confidence will be much higher than, let's, let's suppose, somebody who doesn't have all that opportunities. Let's say, you know, a family is missing, a family member is missing, like maybe there's no father, maybe there's no mother, or maybe you're an orphan, or something of the crazy norms, these things are going to, you're going to have a different level of confidence than someone who was raised in a well-known family, and this is scientifically proven, we've all known this, right, you know, me and James, we come from a different, uh, we come from a different background, so John, I know you came from a, you know, middle class background and I came from a lower middle class background. So when we talk, there's some lingo that you say that doesn't match with mine and vice versa. Yeah. There I I cannot get to New York lingo. You always call your head your dome. I'm on your ass. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, anyways, this is something that is just different from everybody, right? So we're gonna go now through the chart the five functions of confidence. But first, you got to ask yourself this question. Why do you want to be confident? John. Why? I'm going to be confident. Uh, if someone were to ask you that, why would you want to be confident? What would you usually tell them? Well, I want to be confident within myself. It could be, there's all kinds of different reasons. Oh, I want to be more attracted to women. I want to be uh, more successful in business. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll want to attract better friends that can help lift me up hmm. okay let's work on that where is that rooted into well um why do you want to attract more money in business why do you want to attract women because i want power hmm. so these questions questions like that uh can get a person on a deeper level of thinking and then you can really start tuning in into why confidence is needed right for me it's the same thing right Confidence is needed to lead people in business. Confidence is needed so that a woman under your under your belt can say, oh, wow, you know, he makes great decisions. He's a leader. He thinks clearly. He thinks rationally every single time. And he takes care of his shit. He knows what he's doing. All of these things are derived from the one trait is confidence. And there's no deadline on this. Okay, Everybody has their own clock. All right. So let's get straight into family. Okay. We're going to talk about the function of family. This is one pillar. Okay, and then we're going to go slowly. So first joint on the family is you need to have good graces with family. Not saying you need to be perfect and agree with everything that they say, but you just need to be good graces. You know, call them regularly. You need to be able to have contact with them. What we don't want to do is we don't want to, let's say we're in college 
and I know we're trying to move out the house and family is just not there for everybody. So what we tend to do is we tend to not talk to them mm. because we want to live our lives or we don't want to get embarrassed because they're going to call us out when we tell them all about the partying we've been doing. Right. Oh, That's how I felt I, when I was in college. Same, same. Literally yeah, college is just, it's just a whole different world. Right. I mean, what was your experience when you went to college? Uh, honestly, when I went to college, it was not the same as yours. It, it, I went to a college that was 15 minutes away from my parents' house. Oh, so you lived at your parents' house while you were going to college? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's good. Yeah, I went from New York to San Antonio to college. So I barely got to see them. And I barely had money to see them. Because I, wa- I was wasting it on bullshit. But yeah. we'll get to that in another episode. Like I said, spicy soup coming through. Oh, yeah. So the second thing about family... So that was the first pillar. The second pillar of family is proper guidance towards strengths. Okay. This is another confidence boost. If you had proper guidance as a youngin and the parent, your parents gifted you up on strengths, for example, they told you, you have a gift and you should utilize this. And here's just your strength. You're a very good listener, but you don't speak as much because you're an introvert. Or they might say, Hey, look, you talk a lot. And you're extroverted, but you need to know when to shut up, right? You need to know when to not say certain things, right? They know your true potential and they know your true authenticity, but you just need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of polishing, right? So that's one of the good traits. Uh, another good trait, which is a confidence boost, is being listened to, right? How many times when you were a young kid, John, that your parents would listen to you? Uh, let's see. It's hard to remember. It's been so long ago. <laughs> it's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, let's see. Um, I'm always very good at listening to me. Mm-hmm. And, well, my dad, too. Um, sisters, I, I wouldn't talk with them about as much things. Mm. Um, but my parents were bo- both very good about it. And, and like what you said about proper guidance to his strengths, um, my dad visited me at, uh, uh, when I was at work one time at Domino's and, uh, see, he saw how I was interacting with customers and he was surprised. And he's like, cause he's been in the car business for almost 40 years. And so he's like, you are very good at the people. You can sell cars, sell cars. Nah, nah, nah. I can't sell cars. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And, um, I went into it not long after that and it was a whole nother world, man. I was hooked and all these millionaires that I'm surrounded by and it's, it's the big cats Mm. guys wearing $40,000 Rolexes. It's crazy. Yeah. And, um, see, I was very lost and it it was such a brand new world. Hmm. And once I got used to it and I just started being me, um, around people with without, um, being unapologetically me. That's, that's what really helped me. That's what it has to be. Yeah. It ha- you have to be unapologetically you. Yeah. I, I remember. So some of my first months at, at the dealership, right. And I'm still in training. So they had me paired up with another salesman. Uh, it would be different salespeople, but uh, we'd be working a deal together. And this 
this guy, uh, I think his name was Robert. Um, he didn't like the salesperson I was working with so much, but he liked me. Mm-hmm. And it was trouble just to get him to drive the car. And he was being really tough in negotiation. Yeah. Um, and so we go up to the car and we get in the car. I think, oh, yeah, I was in the driver's seat and I just start driving. Now, some people might say this is kidnapping, but but no, not really. <laughs> not in the car business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that made, that makes a good point because being listened car. to is very, very important for that situation. Oh, did I go off track? No. Oh, okay. no, you were good. I was just, the point you were making was that you were listened to. Your father heard and knew your potential, and so he brought you from that Domino's place to the car dealership place. And you know what I did there with that customer? I listened to him mm-hmm. about what he wanted. He, we're, we're joking around. He'd be like, oh, uh, how many prostitutes can I fit in this car? <laughs> as Whoa. many as you can afford. <laughs> as many as you can afford. Man. And, Who says uh, that to a car dealer guy? Oh, like, you'd be surprised. That's That's one of the light ones. Um, but yeah, all it took was listen to him and, and not being a salesman towards him, just being a person. And And would you say that starts off with family? Yes. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. I think, um, listening is probably one of the most important things that can happen. And if you don't get this from family guys, all of these things that we're saying about family, you can, uh, get this from other sources. And we're going to talk about this later. Um, the last thing about family that you want to be good with, this is also a confidence boost is being valued for who you are. Okay. I know a friend who was gay, who is gay, sorry. And he was not getting a lot of attention from his family because his family had a rearranged marriage for him because he was from Bangladesh and over there they have, uh, arranged marriages. And so he essentially did not like girls at all. He liked guys. And when his parents found out, they were shocked. You know, they tried to shun him. They tried to tell him to get out the house. Just, you know, religious views. Mm-hmm. And so this thing was different because he wasn't being valued for who he was. So now every time he went out in public and he said, hey, I'm gay, you know, he always had the back of his mind. I should keep this to myself because people are going to make fun of me and people are going to roast me, essentially. And if you had parents that literally would not say that if you had parents that were like, you know, we understand, we're not going to hold you to it. We understand that you like it. So here, let's teach you how to get guys. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can go off track with them and you can direct them a path. So now when they go to school, they can say, Hey, I'm gay. And nobody will make fun of him because they breathe his confidence just like he breathes his. But once they have a hint of the fact that you're not confident about what you say, that's when they'll actually try to bully you or they'll try to, you know, test your confidence. And so, very important. This is why it starts with family. And that, that reminds me, they'll, they'll see how far they can push, which that's going to go into another function later mm-hmm. on in this episode. But it, uh, I'll mention it later uh, when you give a mouse a cookie. Um, see, and being valued for who you are, by family especially. Um, see, like, I, I'm good at sales. Yeah, I, I know how to talk to people. I'm a people person, but that doesn't mean say I'm going to be the exact same as someone else in my family or say as my dad, we're both very different in, in a lot of views. Yeah. And once they acknowledge that and can recognize that, like, okay, you're different. I'm not going to try to change you. 
then that helps a lot when you go out into the world and you can just be unapologetically you. Yeah, that's good. You want to go over fitness? So we have another, we have another function of confidence is fitness. Fitness. So workout consistency. You want to work out a schedule, a goal for what you want to get to, have a game plan. So, and it's got to be realistic. Don't be trying to become a Greek god in three months when you 261 pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it don't work that way. You, you need to take steps. Like, you can't be at the bottom of the staircase of a three-story staircase and, and get to the top in one step. It, it don't work that way. Um, let's see. What about workout consistency? Anything? Just be uh, consistent yeah, yeah. working out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have a realistic... If, you're, if you think the gym, if you want to go one time a week, you want to start off with one day a week, we'll start off with one day a week. Yeah. If you want to start off three times a week lifting and maybe, you know, go run one day a week, then do it. Yeah, because if you go from not working out and uh, being a, a pancake lover uh, to <laughs> five or six days a week at the gym, two hours a day, uh, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Not only mentally, but your body is not used to it. So work your way up. Don't don't rush it. Because you rush it, you'll burn out. You don't rush it, you'll get used to it. Hmm. Simple as that, really. Um, see, be aware of self-care. You don't need validation for others. So you know you're taking care of yourself. You know you're going to the gym. You, you know you have a skin routine. Uh, and see... You don't, you, you know, you look good hmm. is what I mean. And so you go out there in into the world, whether it be the bars, whether it be daytime business, you know, you look good and you feel good. Hell so yeah. When other people try to tear you down because they don't, because they don't go to the gym, because they don't have a skin routine, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. They try to tear you down to their level. <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them, guys. It's it's so easy to, for that to happen, too. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're surrounded with, like, morons. Yeah. Yeah. It gets like, bad. Nah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what you tell them. Or you don't even have to tell them. You just ignore them. Um. See, we want you to track your progress. So those fitness apps, like FitBod is a very good one. Um. See, have a scale. Or what a lot of people have done that I personally haven't, but uh, taking selfies in the mirror of your progress. So like the first day, then fast forward three months, six months, a year. And And guys, you'll be surprised at how much progress you've made, especially if you start slow or if you go really hard and you just know how to be disciplined and consistent. Uh You'd be ecstatic. You're going to be ecstatic a year from now. Look at your body and say, I can't believe I took those steps necessary and now I'm just immaculate. Yeah. Now I'm I'm sculpted. Mm. Um, see, and overcoming physical insecurities. Remember why you're doing this. Remind yourself of your goals. Like um, one, see one guy I know. He would he'd wake up right every morning at the same time, like 5 a.m. and look over his goals that he had written down. He would, he would pray, he would do his routine, he would do his yoga. But yeah, that, that thing right there, look at look at your goals. Remember why you're grinding. Mm-hmm. 
That's a great that's, point. That's not just in fitness. That's in really everything. That could be in, in the work that you're doing, the side hustle that you've got. Uh-huh. Remember why you're doing this. Yeah, and, and if you guys think uh, another way to say about overcoming physical insecurities is that if you go to the gym and, you know, let's say you're very overweight and you don't want to start that initial step because you're afraid that people are going to mock you or people are going to judge you at the gym. Uh, some gyms, unfortunately, are not judge-free zones. But usually when you go to the gym and for me, let's say if I see a really big guy in there or a big gal, I'll usually say, wow, this guy has guts. This gal has guts to go in there and start working out, take the initial first step. And then later on, they become consistent. And if they go enough times, you get to see the progress of how they're doing. You get to see them slowly losing weight. So as you're in the gym doing your thing, you see someone else going through that journey. Maybe you have been in six months ago or a year ago. And when they finally get to that point, you know, you can congratulate them. Or you can be really good friends with them and create that bond, create a relationship. And that's important for fitness. And that's another boost of confidence, right? Right. Because I grew up in, in high school. Well, throughout all, all my life, especially high school, um, I was a scrawny motherfucker. Mm. I had no muscle. I had fast metabolism, but I didn't work out. And so going to the gym consistently for the first times, um, it was nerve-wracking, man. But you remember why you're there. And a good way to think of it for me, whether it's a judge-free zone or not, well, at least I'm here. Mm. Because the real losers are the ones who are not going. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, 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 it's that simple, guys. It's that simple. So the next pillar of confidence is faith. No, we're not talking about religion. And if you are religious, that can be a form of your faith, and it could boost your confidence. But in this case, because me and John are not that religious, we're not going to get into that because we had, there's no expertise in us in religion, so we're not going to touch that subject. Uh, but we are going to talk about is believe in thyself. Believe in thyself, okay? You guys need to have an immense sense, and this is a confidence boof, boost, is if you believe boof. in boof, because I'm in the boof rapping, bro. Start <laughs> fucking with have, me, bro. We're going to have some uh, uh, Jacob some fake styles so, in the coming episodes. Believe in yourself, meaning you need to accumulate interest in yourself you know how you can accumulate interest in money if you put uh, your money somewhere like in a high interest savings account for all my money nerds out there believe in thyself is you have some wins here and there and that can allow you to accumulate confidence let's say you get a promotion at work or let's say you make your bed every morning and you tackle that thing throughout the day maybe you work out you have a great workout you're consistent maybe you know, you only give yourself an hour break every day and then you go back to work. All of these things are believing in yourself, right? Because it's rigid, it's disciplined, it's structured, and it helps you with your confidence. Generosity is the next uh, pillar of faith. Generosity, guys, it really starts from when you're poor, okay? There's broke and then there's just poor. Broke is when you have, in my opinion, a rich mindset, a millionaire mindset, a billionaire mindset, but you're just broke. You're just hustling. You're just trying to, and I wouldn't even say it hustling because a lot of people think hustling is scamming, but in reality, hustling is going from a broke to now like a middle class, you know, income wage. And that stuff is going to be helpful because, you know, 
a lot of people say, hold your money, hold your money, don't be generous. But I think if you're generous, it'll help your heart and it'll give you a boost of confidence because once you get up to that point when you have a lot of money, maybe you're, let's say you're making 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, you're telling me you won't even tip the waiter when you're at a restaurant? Like, come on, that's bullshit. Like, they go there, they work hard. I'm not saying they live specifically off of tips, but you guys know that waiters, they get paid less than the minimum wage in order to accumulate tips because they know they get so much. So be respectable, be honorable, and give them, you know, that's another part of faith is a confidence boost with generosity. And then on a, a side note, well, two side notes, really. Um, with generosity, especially giving cash, make sure you are good first. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you're okay because, like you said last episode, you always give uh, cash and change to homeless people in New York, but then you don't even have any, any money for the train ride. Yeah. Make sh- make sure you're good for the train ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, don't do the mistake I did, y'all. A second point. Um... Oh, damn, I forgot. Oh, no, no. no. Uh, so when tipping waiters, um, they they get less than minimum wage because they know that their primary income is tips because mm-hmm. they get so much. And then on the receipt, they tax, the IRS wants to tax those fucking tips. <laughs> so give them cash. Yeah, guys, give them cash. Or, I mean, you could, t- I mean, it helps if you if you don't have cash or just tip them on the debit card. But Yeah, yeah, you, you they'll know. still get money. Mm-hmm. But... Ideally, cash. Perfect. So the third pillar of faith is time under tension. A lot of you guys understand that time under tension is like a gym trait, right? It's usually when you're lifting weights and the time under tension is, you know, not the breaks that you take between reps and sets, but essentially time under tension is how much are you under that pressure, right? And that can relate to life too. How much, what are you doing that's uncomfortable every single day? For me, at starting, I'll give you an example, it was cold showers. Cold showers were so uncomfortable for me at first. I hated the cold. I don't even like the cold, and I'm from New York. I dreaded the cold, and I thought to myself, I would never take shower, cold showers. It was This is just benign. This is insane. I'm not doing it. And then when I started doing it, and I started getting that little bit of boost of energy, it just taught me that if you put yourself through one hardship every single day, or at least, yeah, some type of little hardship that is going to be beneficial for you discipline-wise in the long run. So that can also give you a nice boost of confidence. And the last pillar of faith is don't run away from adversity. Guys, don't run away from hardship. Don't think that failure is all bad, right? Some failure can be bad because it can set you, set you back a lot of years. But don't believe that adversity will not help you grow, okay? It's always... Practice makes improvement, but never permanence or never perfection. These things can only make improvements for you. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody goes through some type of adversity, but they let them get to them mentally. And they have to restart all the way from family and realize why they wanted to have confidence in the first place. So if you're ever stuck in a little pickle like that, just remember, why do you want to be confident? Just think about it. Bros. (laughs) Bros. <laughs> Brotendos. <laughs> Brotendos. Brolapenos. Exactly. And then, John, you want to talk about future? <clears throat> future. <laughs> um, see, so future. Uh, 
No. A lot of, yeah, we t- we talk about future all the time because there's so many memes about future man, and like he relates. Oh my god, he really relates. But we'll Shout we'll talk about Hood. that later. Yeah. Shout out to Hoodville. Uh, you want to have ambition and drive. So even when you don't have money, but you're working so hard for it, for the money, wealth, power, status, people will see that, and they if they're smart. They'll gravitate toward it and want to feed off of you. And you say, wow, this, this guy might not be much of anywhere now, but he's going to be someone mm-hmm. so long as he keeps this up. Uh, anything you have to add on ambition drive? No, you're good. Keep going, brother. All right. Uh, see, goal setting. You want to have your short-term goals that are realistic, reachable, like the one day, two day week at the gym, uh, and then your long term goal, oh, I want to be sculpted. Hmm. Be like Michelangelo. <laughs> um <laughs> that's, that's two Michelangelo references in two episodes in a row. Um time management. Did you check all your boxes for today? Did you do everything you needed to do for today? Because it's step by step. To be successful, to be at the confidence level you want to be at, mm. and pinpoint your gifts, talents, your strengths, and find your niche. So you could be good at selling, but you don't want to sell cars. You want to sell uh, houses. You want to sell life insurance. It's all about your niche. You want to sell roofs. Mm. I've heard a lot of that. Um, see, that's a great point. Yeah. And, and that's all I got. You you got anything after that? No, I think, I think pinpointing your gifts guys is very important. You know, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, mm-hmm. right? If you don't want to go to college for engineering because your parents made you to, but you just found out in college that you really love debating, you love public speaking, you like politics, you want to get into political science. That's probably something that you just want to do because it makes you happier. You know, if you decide... I'm running a media company and I want, and I love social media, but my parents told me that I needed to become a doctor in order to get on their good graces. Then you got to really understand that is an issue. And they're going to need to value you for who you are. That's literally what we talk about for family. That's why the pillar of family is always important. And I believe it comes first. Fairness. Fairness is another function of confidence, guys. What do I mean by fairness? You need to be fair to yourself, fair to the people that you surround yourself with, and personal relationships that you have. Girlfriend, boyfriend, coworker, whatever. Assertiveness. What do I mean by assertiveness? You have to learn to say no. You have to learn that there's boundaries, right? You have to learn that not everybody's going to please you the same way that you want to be pleased. So you have to not have such a high standard for people. Okay, you need to have this fairness. You understand that there are certain circumstances, and I'm being very vague right now, but we're going to get into detail. In assertiveness, you want to create boundaries so that you can have this layer of confidence and let people know that you are not to be fucked with, right? For a good reason, right? Hey, listen, you don't want to mess with someone who has 40 years of experience uh doing a podcast you don't want to have a battle with them if me and john were to go 
and let's say debate with people like Fresh and Fit or debate with Rolo Tomasi, we'd get so taken down because we don't even have the level of expertise or the depth of knowledge that these guys do. So we're not going to bother. We're just going to be like, I understand. Let's go forward. Right. That's assertiveness. That's like uh, one of my friends is really into bowling. He's saying he's like, oh, yeah, I want to get to a score of like 180 for four games. Damn. (laughs) He went to a bowling alley. um, It was actually last night. And he he turned right back around. It was like a senior uh, thing. And don't mess with old people who bowl. Uh, straight up because they they are good yeah i realized not to do that y'all don't don't mess with old people in general especially when they're playing pool oh god nah, they're, they're, these guys yeah, will my, school you don't think dad, you're gonna go to a bar don't think you're gonna get fucked up and all of a sudden you're gonna be immaculate at pool so i tried this i tried this too um see the first and one of the few times that I, I played pool with my dad uh was just last month and he hadn't, I'd never seen him play pool because he hadn't since probably before I was born. And he took me to school. Like, mm. Whoa. I, yeah, I got taken down real quick. <laughs> the other thing of fairness is the other pillar is what's your backup plan when you're alone? Guys, you were some, why are people so afraid to be alone? Why are so people, people are so afraid to do things on their own. There's certain things you need to do alone structure discipline mentality these are the things assertiveness these are the things you need to work on alone okay some people can have impact like a mentor especially when you're coming up in the world when you try to grow a business or if you know you're trying to go through school and you're having a mentor maybe a student advisor or a counselor someone trying to put you through those courses the thing you want to understand is you need to have a backup plan right and the backup plan could be as crazy as if i drop out of school or I drop out of nursing, or I drop out of law, I'm going to start my own, uh, you know, some girls are like, I'm going to start my own OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> now, that can be good if you have a set backup plan, right? If you have the skills necessary to do so. Now, I don't think it requires too much mental skills. I mean, it does require some physicality, you know, like, to get gym. to the gym. Don't think you're going to be, you know, 270 pounds, start making $60,000 a month on OnlyFans, right? You know, maybe start getting to the gym, start reading books about fitness, you know, improve your mentality, right? Know that success is not going to come early. Know that, you know, there's no such thing as overnight success. Overnight sex success actually takes two to five years. It really does. It's crazy. So the third pillar of fairness is boundaries, like we talked about earlier, and self-respect. How much do you respect yourself to be willing to put forth ability to help others before you help yourself? Right. How much boundaries are you creating in order to let people know, look, this is how I operate. You can either respect it or you can get out. Yeah, precisely. Because once or when you don't lay down the line or lay down the law and be like, hey, this is how it's going to have to be because I've got to protect myself Mm -hmm. before I I think about helping others. Um, If you don't do that, they're going to keep they're going to keep going and see how far they can get away with. Mm-hmm. It's like if you give, him, you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. He's going to see how far he can go until you say no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little kid. Facts. The last pillar of fairness is do you put yourself over the world? Ooh. That's a mission. That's our, one of our mission statements is putting ourselves over the world, making sure 
that we are prioritizing our own success before others, before family, before our future. You know, our futures are important too, before faith. What is your soul looking like at the end of the day? Are you being satisfied? And if you're not satisfied, what are you doing every day to make sure that you get to that satisfaction, right? To get to that true happiness that you desire, right? You're going to go through a lot of avenues. We'll leave, off, we'll leave you guys off with this one quote, okay? Happiness comes from within, not externally. Once again, happiness comes from within, not externally. It's not about the new car you bought. It's not about the big mansion you got. It's not about the job promotion. It's not about the girl. It's not about sleeping with 10 girls a week. <laughs> right. I don't even know how people do that. <laughs> but it's those things are external things of happiness. If you are good with you inside and you know you can bring yourself value no matter where you go, whether it's a social event or by yourself, you will always win. You will never lose at the end of the day. And if you win, if you lose, it's because of external sources, right? And if you lose, it's actually because of within you, right? It could be both. So I know we went over, we just went about, we went over about 20 different things. So if you have a piece of paper and if you put this by a five by five chart, you're going to see that this is a little board game, okay? Each, each pillar that we just listed is worth about five points and there's 20 points we just listed. 20 times five equals? A hundy, that hundy. So what I mean by that is go over these traits, list them on a five by five, and I'll actually put the chart in the description so that you guys can use it, copy it, and make sure you understand how confidence works. And what we're going to do is I'm going to list the scores, okay? If you have a 90 and up, you're fully confident. Good job. You don't need to be listening to this. You're immaculate. Right. They're already, you're already there. Yeah. So just keep polishing. You're already lit. Right, you're already lit, boy. So if you have an 80 to 90, Mm -hmm. okay, you're confident most of the time. Pretty much all you need is to polish up. You need to get yourself in a better situation. You know, most of the times it's you just want to be financially there or, you know, you know, you want to upgrade your fashion, which we will talk about in future episodes. All these things are very important, right? Make sure you're working on yourself to the point where these things, you want to get up to an 80 to 100 score, Okay in confidence wise you want to be confident most of the time or you just want to be fully confident okay if you have a 70 to 80 it means you need to work on shit okay you're sometimes confident right and me me and john both experience sometimes confident oh definitely it happens to the best of us yeah so don't think this has just happened permanently this is there's some days where we're just sometimes confident let's be real life can hit you it's up and down and in circles like Mm -hmm. the stock market yeah but you want to make sure overall you're about an 80 to 100 okay if you're scoring between a 70 and a 60, remember all of these 20 pillars are worth five points. That means you're rarely confident, okay? Until you're drunk. <laughs> Until you're drunk, if you're off Patron, or you're off Don Julio, oh, and all Don. of a sudden you have confidence to go up to those females, my guy, you need to pause. You need to really go over this chart like it's your life, okay? Because it is. But yeah, this is not how we roll, Okay. Now, if you're sober and you can do this throughout the day, yes, your confidence is probably like an 80, 85, even higher than that, depending on who you are as a person, right? Now, if you're 60 or below, now this is when you probably need a consultation, okay? If you're not getting 80 to 100, this is the perfect time to schedule a free consultation, guys. Really? We're here. 
You have our social media. We, you guys know our Facebook page. What's our Facebook page? The John? New Gentleman Podcast. Redefining your ideal person. Exactly. And you have 16 below. You just have low self-esteem, guys. That, that's when you really need to consult us or you need to really deep dive and start with the pillar of family and start working these things one by one. And you'll slowly see that your confidence will zoom up in two to five years if you consistently work on it and you consistently self-improve yourself. These things will come to you in the future and you will bless yourself one day and be grateful to those. You will have generosity. You will go through adversity. You will just love people in that sense. You'll have no fear of talking to females. You will have no fear of starting that business that you always wanted to do. You will have no fear of defying your family one day and saying, you know what? I want to put myself in this position. I don't need you guys to do it. And life is all of a sudden great. That's what we want you guys to be at. You got any last comments? Uh nothing at the moment really keep tuning in guys we got some fire content coming up in the future all right to help you become the best version of yourself hell yeah all right peace y'all have a good day peace